guys, and welcome back to another episode of your Brains Coach podcast. Uh, my name is Angela Sharina. I'm your host. I'm your Brains Coach and just someone with a lot, a lot of passion for helping you guys to learn all the brain tools you can use to feel, look, and do your absolute best. Today, guys, is definitely about doing your best, specifically targeting one substance uh, time-wise and a pattern of consumption-wise, so you perform your best mentally and or physically on a specific day. Today's podcast is only, uh, it only makes sense for people who consume caffeine regularly in a form of coffee or green tea or black tea or maybe yerba mate, other caffeinated beverages, uh, perhaps energy drinks, perhaps super dark chocolate. So you got to be caffeine adapted to get the value of this episode. Um, if you're not, guys, then skip this episode. It's not going to be much of use to you, but because 90% of population on earth, believe it or not, are regular caffeine users, then this podcast will make sense for the majority, if not all of you. So today is about caffeine. Again, um, some takeaways that I believe can be super useful for you are for you as people into high performance, doing your best and um, needing this extra boost on some occasions to really deliver your best. Maybe that's a public talk, maybe that's a uh, fitness competition or uh, some sort of uh, fitness fitness milestone that you need to show up for definitely doing your best. Um, Maybe that's a piece of work, maybe that's some test, maybe some work presentation or engagement where you really want to show up maybe even better than your best result previously. Hopefully, maybe it's going to be your new personal best, right? Um, the information on this podcast is presented to you uh, thanks to it was I was able to present it to you thanks to Andrew Huberman and his podcast Huberman Lab podcast and he gives a lot of different tools but also a lot of science and I what I usually do is I try to distill the most um, practical tools and apply them to life to different life situations so you could take this use it right away and get results right away without um, additional signs. So caffeine. Um, caffeine has this effect that when you consume it regularly, it starts having less effect on your mental and physical performance. Um, in studies and research, it's been shown that caffeine improves our reaction time, for example. So when we need to take action, we're going to take it faster, the transmission between our nerves, the communication is going to happen faster. And this like drive, this uh, click, this uh, impulse, uh, the reaction from your thought, from your emotion to um, your action is going to be, the reaction time is going to be much smaller. Well, not much, but it's going to be considerably smaller that it's um, researchers were able to measure it in different studies. And there is another research piece of research that wasn't on Huberman's lab podcast. Uh, it came from one of the Japanese neuroscience lab, and they specifically use caffeine and they tested it on athletes, uh, specifically athletes who run sprints 
And so their reaction time, their timing in the first few seconds of the sprint improved consistently, right? So that just shows that caffeine works very consistently when it comes to performance. Here is a caveat. Again, caffeine starts to have less of an effect when you regularly consume it. Um, it's not so good and also good. Your body, your brain, they're still adjusted to the effect of the caffeine, meaning it's not gonna, like if somebody doesn't drink caffeine at all and they consume caffeine in one form or the other, even the small amount of caffeine, like like say one espresso shot, will put them in a state more like anxiety and jitterness, not that good elevated mood and performance. When you get adapted to caffeine, when your whole system, your body, your brain, they get adapted to caffeine, you get the elevation of that performance and that mood, not so much stress and anxiety. Of course, uh, the dose makes the poison, so any caffeine user can make themselves jittery, anxious, and, and stress if uh, over-consume, if you over-consume caffeine. So as a regular caffeine consumer, to get the boost, maximum boost, to kind of get yourself more sensitive to effects of caffeine. So for the important day that can be, again, fitness performance, maybe fitness competition, that can be uh, mental performance, that can be public talk, that can be an important presentation, a task, um, a whole range of things. And you need to be on that day very sharp like being your absolute best, whatever that best represents at this moment. What you want to do to get caffeine be more effective and help you to perform better, you want to not consume caffeine for three, five days. You know, in studies that uh, were on the podcast of Andrew Huberman, uh, they were talking about uh, three-week non-consumption of caffeine, so abstinence of caffeine. Uh, but Andrew Huberman, and I agree with him, um, he says that even three, five days, even a couple of days, even one day on, one day off of coffee, of caffeine consumption will increase the uh, performance effect of caffeine. So if you want to perform really good using caffeine as an enhancer of your performance, uh, at certain mental performance event, right? Something at work, maybe public talk, maybe test, maybe it's um, about your studies, or it may be, again, physical performance, might be some test, might be some competition. So if you want to perform your best and you're a regular uh, consumer of caffeine, then do not consume that caffeine at least for one full day, better about two, three days. So do not consume caffeine in any form. And remember that caffeine is not just in coffee, uh, decaf coffee, but it also has some coffee. Uh, it's also in teas, black tea, green tea, yerba mate. There are uh, quite a few um, caffeinated drinks out there. And of course, energy drinks, some supplements, performance supplements, like nootropics, smart drugs would have caffeine in them. Um, dark chocolate, cacao products, all of these have caffeine in them. So you want to eliminate all of that for a couple of days, at least a couple of days, two, three days. Um, and then on the day of the performance, you want to consume the amount of caffeine that we talked about on Tuesday. That's one to three milligrams per kilogram of body weight. Uh, do not overdo it because that can make you anxious, make you jittery, can um, make your performance go down, not up, right? So you want to consume 
regular coffee or um, your regular amount of caffeine in whatever drinks or supplements you usually consume them in. So get that coffee 30 minutes before the event. So timing also matters. So caffeine gets into its zone of action in about 30 minutes um, after consumption. Um, the form of the caffeine also matters. Uh, powder peels work faster than regular coffee. If you consume your caffeine with food, it's also going to work slower. Uh, also, if you sip on your coffee, for example, for, um, I don't know, an hour, then the effect of that caffeine also going to be prolonged and going to hit at different time that if you were to, say, um, grab a cup of coffee and it's warm and you just drink it all. So that will hit your system in about 30 minutes. For, again, peels or powders, maybe look it up. What's the time for that specific supplement? Or what's the time for um, that specific uh, product when it comes to caffeine, right? Supplements also tend to, of course, like pre-workout drinks tend to fall uh, on the shorter action time, uh, not as you would find with coffee, especially again, if you sip on that coffee. So the takeaway for mental and physical performance uh, for a regular consumer of caffeinated beverages and products, uh, do not consume any caffeine, again, in on foods and supplements and drinks for a couple of days before the event. And then 30 minutes prior uh, of that event, consume that caffeine. And that's going to give you that extra boost of acuity, of sharpness, of uh, speed that you need to perform. It also helps with things like uh, faster muscle contraction, um, I believe increase in strength and um, some other indicators of uh, physical performance. But also on the uh, mental performance side, it does increase attention, it does increase alertness, focus, uh, all of that. Your dopamine goes up, levels of dopamine. Um, mental and physical performance, caffeine really does work across the boards. Uh, just different people might require a different amount, but you probably as a regular consumer of caffeine already know your amount. Remember this number, one, three milligrams per kilogram of body weight. Um, if you're still not sure about your perfect amount of caffeine, then experiment with that. And what else? The last piece for today's podcast that I wanted to share with you was about memory and how you can use caffeine, if it makes sense, to remember and learn things better and faster. So as I've already mentioned just now, caffeine also has this effect on your dopamine system. And also your acetylcholine system. Uh, those are important for focused attention, memory, and learning. Besides that effect, caffeine again has this effect on mental performance. And also caffeine has effect on cortisol and other stress hormones in our body. And that's why, for example, it can induce anxiety. But that can be used to help you learn better. What research and data and studies show is that when we go through experience, uh, be that experience in your life or you learn something new, and then after that, immediately you introduce something that raises your uh, stress hormones that um, elevates cortisol and adrenaline and usually things like uh, dopamine also go up. Whenever you introduce that stressor 
after you're learning about whether again you're reading books and trying to learn something that way or you're learning through videos or audios or you just experience something in your life maybe there was a class a presentation a workshop if you introduce caffeine after that that will actually to help you learn better now in some cases it will make sense if it's first part of the day if it's you know later in the day afternoon and evening it doesn't make much sense because then you're gonna disturb your sleep and sleep is a much better tool to remember and learn uh things than caffeine disrupted sleep means disrupted memory formation and learning ability right so whatever disrupts your sleep do not do that uh but if it's first part of the day and you can schedule your caffeine, uh, for example, you study for a couple of hours in the morning and then introduce your caffeine, that will help you to remember and learn better. But it doesn't have to be only caffeine. You can also use other stressors. You can use hyperventilation breathing like Wim Hof. You can use cold showers, cold exposure or intense exercise for um, as little as 10-15 minutes to as long as, I don't know, 30, 40, 50 minutes. Uh, and that will also help you to learn much better what comes prior to that stressor. And exercise is also an acute stressor. Uh, it helps you to then be more stress-adapted um, mentally and physically. So that's how you can also use caffeine to help you learn better, memorize better. But again, if that caffeine comes later in the day, and it's going to be the reason why you can't sleep that well, then do not do that. You better take a nap right after your learning bout or just having a really good night's sleep on that day, on any day. And that's about it, guys. Your caffeine user manual specifically designed to help you do better mentally and physically on important events. So if you really want to deliver your best, Don't just drink coffee every day, but delay it at least for a day, for a couple of days, for three days, uh, no caffeine in any drinks and products, and see how your performance on the day when you need to perform your best improves. And again, don't forget that you need to consume that caffeine about 30 minutes before the event, ideally um, in supplements and powder in pill form, usually even smaller amount of time required for the caffeine to act. And then if you consume your caffeine with food, that might actually prolong and delay the effect of caffeine. Guys, so, and memory, right? If you want to learn better, if you want to memorize things faster, then introduce some stressor like caffeine, if it makes sense, or like cold shower exercise hyperventilation after that learning bout or learning experience. And that's about it for today, guys. Uh, hopefully you learned uh, new tools and you can consider experimenting with this. I'm definitely considering experimenting for my workout performance. If I don't consume any caffeine on one day, uh, how I'm going to feel on the day of, on the next day when I do my workout with caffeine in my system, right? Or also might experiment around learning when, again, when it makes sense and it's not going to be a disruptor to my sleep. What else? Uh, Stay tuned for tomorrow, guys. We're going to talk about procrastination, why we procrastinate, how to 
cancel your procrastination or be much, 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 much less likely to procrastinate in some areas where you tend to procrastinate or in some project that you tend to procrastinate on. So we're going to talk about that. Stay tuned. Uh, next week, we're going to start with an interview. So stay tuned for uh, for an expert that's going to bring you some insights on high performance. And till next time, till tomorrow, guys, use the caffeine responsibly and to improve your performance and to learn better. And if you have questions, reach out, share with other people, teach other people so we all do better. And till next time, use your caffeine responsibly.